What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Canadian Card Collectors Cast, Episode 2, where today we're going to talk about grading. And uh, this is a big topic in cards, and it's something that has been pretty big as of recent, and as this whole sports cards uh, hobby has kind of boomed, the topic of grading is something that is on everyone's mind. And clearly it's been on everyone's mind, because the the main grader PSA is only taking Super Express orders. Um, they are planned to set back open into July. All other grading companies right now are fully backed up. You can experience delays all over the place. Uh, so we're just gonna give me give your. I'm going to give my thoughts to you. Thank you. And we're going to talk about grading companies and things that are happening maybe behind the scenes that you don't know about. So first, let's talk about PSA. Uh, PSA is a grading company which they hand out a lot of 10s, in my opinion. If you don't know what PSA is, uh, it's the red label with the white in the middle, black text, very simplistic design, very thin casing, slabs, and it's known as maybe the, the go-to, the standard, the, the one that everyone wants. And the reason because of that is because PSA got pumped so much in the, the hobby blowing up. So influencers like Gary Vee and, uh, and other influencers, they pumped PSA's prices because I think there was a little, you know, there was something going on there. And because of that, it's caused the, you know, snowball to turn into an avalanche where people, people want PSA and people will pay, you know, double, triple the price of, of one grading company to get a PSA 10. And Here's where my first point's going to come in is you guys don't need to pay for a PSA 10. Pay for the card and don't pay for the grade. You can easily buy a Beckett 9.5, a Beckett 10, Mint 9.5, KSA, SGC, CSG, ACA, whatever you guys want to do and buy the card. I mean, it, it, to me having a a raw ungraded card and something that I really want Beats having a PSA 10 in that card if I had to pay, you know, double or triple the price for it. Another thing that's huge, I guess, right now uh, with PSA is because they're so backed up. People sent these bulk orders, and I'm seeing it all the time on eBay. They're literally base cards just from random sets that are PSA graded because people thought you know, a year ago, eight months ago, six months ago, that any card getting graded would increase value. And this is a huge myth in the sports card hobby, the sports card collecting hobby, the sports card investing hobby, is that getting a card graded automatically increases the value. And this is this is a big no-no. This is something where you really have to do your research on on getting a card graded. If you get it slabbed for a personal collection, that's totally fine. But getting something graded is is an expense. I mean, PSA right now is three hundred US dollars to send Super Express to get a card graded. You have to factor that into your card, right? Say your card's worth, you know, a couple hundred bucks. You spend another three, four hundred dollars with shipping, with duties, with everything else. You know, is it worth sending that card to get that PSA ten? I mean, when July opens back up, maybe it is. Maybe it is to send it into PSA again. But at three hundred at a Super Express level is is insane and it's something that you guys shouldn't be paying for grading 
and it's something that we've seen recently that a lot of other grading companies are taking off. First one I want to talk about is HGA. And HGA, if you haven't heard of it, it's Hybrid Grading Approach. Uh, it's been out for a while now, and it's actually taken, um, you know, it's taken the hobby by storm. Uh, they they open up their grading process as kind of like a queue uh, that you have to enter into on Fridays, and then they only accept so many cards. If you're lucky enough to to send a card in, then you can you can design these like custom labels, and they're really cool. HGA is really tough on cards, though. They're they're it's tough to get a nine five. It's even tougher to get a ten. You see a lot of nines come out of there, a lot of eight fives, stuff like that. It's because they use that hybrid grading approach, from what I've heard. And also, I think that's, from what I've heard, again, it, it, there's something fishy kind of going on as well. Uh, I watched a guy on YouTube, shout out to 502 Frank, and he was the main backer of HGA um, back in the, the winter, and now he's stopped grading with them. And they've kind of taken off, they've blown up primarily because of people like him, influencers who, you know, promote the product, who who believe in HGA, and this company has had you know, mess up after mess up in, in the grading process. They've, they've started it hot and these custom great or these custom labels really got people's attention. There's something that was so cool. They color match card. They can color match the parallel. They kind of, it works together with the card. It looks very aesthetically pleasing, but then they've done a few mess ups. Like they've, they've messed up. Uh, they got a copyright claim. I think they used someone else's artwork on a Tua Tagalivoa card. They also have used the wrong colors. They've used the wrong slabs. I even saw last week that they used, they labeled a Kyler Murray card as RJ Barrett, and it was it was completely wrong. And HGA's had a couple of these mess ups, and it doesn't take too many mess ups before people stop believing in your company. I mean, they took off so quickly, and for these you know glaring mistakes to come out is something that it hurts your reputation as a grader and people don't have confidence to grade their cards when you can't even get the correct card title right or the player name. I mean, if you're putting RJ Barrett on a football card, I mean, what are you doing? Like those are Kyler Murray is a huge, you know, name in football and and RJ Barrett's a decent name in basketball. I mean, how do you mess that up? How do you, you know, it's not like you're taking some fourth liner in the NHL or something like these are, you know, big name players and, and people pay, you know, the big bucks to get their cards graded. And, you know, HGA has, they've taken off so fast and it's just, it's, it's interesting to see where HGA will go for, go from here. Um, I'm very curious to see how these custom labels look, and I know a lot of the older collectors don't actually take to the HGA slabs. So we'll see. We'll see where they, they go in the future. Hopefully they can cut down on their mistakes. And uh, obviously PSA has opened a window where other you know grading companies can come in and you know return your cards faster, which brings me to the next grading company. And that's... that's it's SGC. And SGC, for those watching YouTube, I'll have a slab up right now. Uh, this is a Clayton Keller Young Guns canvas. Um, you can see that SGC has the black label around. Um, it's called the black tuxedo look. People like to refer to it as. Uh, it's a very clean slab, um, black bordering the card. And it can look really nice with a lot of inserts, a lot of parallels. 
and different products that have a lot of black and and in the card kind of matches almost like an HGA slab kind of color match but they don't do any other color other than black so with PSA going down and Beckett also being delayed a lot people have started to pump SGC I've seen a lot and I'm not going to name any influencers by name but there's been a lot of them who are now on the SGC train and you can almost start to see the market shift right now I know that PSA is going to be open back up in the summer, but because of these influencers, because of these big, you know, names telling you to get your cards graded at SGC, you can see that SGC is getting a lot more volume and the prices on SGC cards might adjust depending on that. And that's interesting to see. It's interesting to see the market shift because uh, for those older collectors who who know, Beckett used to be the, you know, the go-to standard. If you had a Beckett 9.5 or even a Beckett 10, the, that was the best thing. That was, you know, far above PSA. PSA was only for older cards, um, that it was kind of the standard. And now it's totally shifted. It's came, you know, full circle where PSA is the gold standard, Beckett's kind of the two, you know, and everything else to follow that. But now that people are kind of pumping this SGC and people like the slabs and influencers are behind it, whether they're being paid or not, is interesting to see because these the slabs are nice. I believe that the grading's good. SGC has been around for a while, but it's something where, you know, these influencers are pulling so much that you might actually see a bit of a shift in in many sports. For hockey, it actually hasn't happened yet. So if you're a hockey card collector um, and you want to get in on SGC, to submit cards to SGC, it's not that expensive. And also to pick up SGC cards, no one in hockey is looking at SGC uh, labeled cards or SGC slabbed cards right now. Uh, it just hasn't caught on to hockey yet. It hasn't caught on to the hockey market. So you can actually find these slabs uh, really cheap. Uh, I think last week I sold a Bone Byram for $40 shipped, I think. It was a 9. Uh, but still, like a PSA 9 Bone Byram, I think is like 65 something like that. So again, you can kind of get these cards at a bit of a discount. I shipped it with track shipping too. So, I mean, I made even less. Like I made like $20 on like a slab card, which isn't, isn't, uh, isn't a lot at all. And the grading fee, again, is more than that, which, again, you have to invest or, you know, look at the cards that you're grading before you send them in. Make sure that they, you know, have value and, and you're going to make your your grading fee back. Um, but it, SGC is, is interesting because it's already caught on to, you know, basketball and football and, and even baseball. And I can see hockey coming next. I'd be curious to see if I don't know if SGC grades Pokemon, but it'd be cool to see if that catches on as well. I know hockey is usually the last to catch on of the four major sports. So take that as a grain of salt and take it as you will. You know, we could see SGC graded cards maybe being, you know, higher in value. Uh, it, it could be competing with Beckett. It could be competing with PSA potentially in the future. Again, who knows? But the market in, in basketball for sure has shown that SGC cards, the value of them has gone up insane just because of these influencers, because of people, you know, pumping SGC. Again, we're not going to name any names. I don't know if there's money under the table or I don't know kind of what's going on there. But SGC is being pumped right now and it's being, you know, hyped up and people buy in on the hype, like I said before. And, and SGC cards could have, you know, a value change depending on that. So if you're a hockey guy, maybe maybe start looking into some SGC slabs. 
I know personally, I don't mind the look of them. They're not my favorite slab in the world, which actually I'm going to get into now is, um, like I mentioned earlier, Beckett slabs are great in my mind. I really love Beckett slabs, but what I love even more is actually mint slabs. So mint is a Canadian grading company. They operate out of Ontario, Canada. And right now it's really cheap to send cards. I sent a two-day order not too long ago. I think it's about $45 Canadian to send per card on two-day. If you send, you know, 30-day or 90-day, it's dirt cheap, dirt cheap. Um, especially if you want cards for the PC, if you just want stuff slabbed, protected, you know, it's a it's a good 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 way to to send in cards and to get cards graded. A lot of people don't like the the green mint sticker on the the top left so the slab looks very similar to Beckett's uh, mint operates in so Beckett has a black label 10 as the highest grade where mint has like a, a shiny black label like it's like a black cracked ice label uh, and then Beckett pristine is like a gold label with a 10 and mint has a silvery cracked ice label as their 10 their pristine flawless and then uh, again, their labels kind of match up with Beckett's. If you get a 9.5, it's gold. If you get a 9, it's gold, or Beckett's, it's silver. And then anything under that, if you get an 8.5, it's silver at mint, and it's also silver at Beckett. And then an 8 at Beckett is kind of a papery label. And I think, it, again, at mint, it kind of goes down to like a, you know, a papery type label. Uh, so it's, it, it's interesting to see that, you know, this Canadian company, Mint, is it's actually taken off with Pokemon uh, early. It took off with Pokemon probably in January, February, uh, maybe even before that, December. And it was big for Pokemon. Pokemon centers were sending, you know, stacks of Pokemon cards into Mint. Mint had value. It was PSA and then it was, you know, Beckett and then it was Mint in third in Pokemon. And actually in hockey, it's taken off too. You know, big surprise, Canadian company taking off for you know grading in hockey cards big surprise but you'll see a lot of hockey cards that are graded by mint and i think if you're a hockey card collector mint is a really good idea especially if you're canadian you get the cards back fairly quick um i'll keep you guys updated on my two-day service i think it's been about maybe it's been almost two weeks now on my two-day service I think it's been, a, been about a week and a half. I should get them back by the end of June, hopefully, on two-day. Again, they're really delayed like every other Canadian grading or any other grading company. Um, I know KSA is another Canadian grading company, which we'll get into. But Mint is is potentially a good, a good call, especially if you're a hockey card collector. I know I sent a couple football cards into there, again, just to get slabbed uh, for the price when you're sending in a big order. I mean, you toss in another card. For for me at the time, it was like an extra 30 bucks to get it slabbed. Why not? Get it slabbed, get it protected. And you can definitely see kind of how true they are to grade. I feel like Mint is pretty tough on their, their grading. Uh, so if you actually come back with a Mint 10 or even a 9.5, your card's in pretty good condition. It's in good quality. You know, I think Mint does a pretty fair job on you know grading although i've seen you know a lot of kind of crossover stories and stuff like that some good some bad and that's just people again trying to you know get a value on their cards and then send them to psa i know that people have done that with mint cracking slabs and and sending them to get uh, to get cross graded somewhere else is is a big thing in in card collecting and again people want the highest value for their cards and right now that's psa like we said 
Uh, so they'll, you know, send to Mint or they'll send to a cheaper grading company, crack it, send it to PSA, hope for that 10, and then uh, flip for some some cash, some quick cash. Uh, but Mint is a good idea if you're a hockey card collector. I mean, the values there in hockey cards, people respect Mint as a as a grading company, especially for hockey cards. For other sports, not as much, especially Americans. You lose that buyer, the the audience. They don't they don't recognize Mint as legitimate. But anyone in Canada, especially with hockey cards, if you, you know, if you collect hockey, if you want to send cards to get slabbed, couldn't recommend Mint enough. The only thing I'll say is when you send, please send with Canada Post. They don't accept FedEx or Purelater or anything like that, which is something they need to work on because they just have a PO box. And we really need to, you know, step up the game, Mint. If you're listening to this, Mint, step up the game. But if you follow um, Mint, Mint Grading, Mint Grading Co. on on Instagram, it's a great account. They tweet out all the time. Uh, they do their no spoilers, so they tweet out people's you know submitted cards with a little label that says no spoilers over, so you can't see the grade. And uh, they have some really cool cards. They have a lot of heat going to them, and they're definitely picking up steam, especially in Canada, and especially for hockey or Pokemon. If you're a hockey or Pokemon card collector, Mint is the way to go right now because they still have all services open. There's nothing that's super delayed. I mean, you're, you're going to get delayed at least a couple weeks with everything right now, even with PSA Super Express. So you know what? If you're if you want to grade a card, if you want to get slabbed, if you're in Canada, if you collect hockey, check all those boxes. Mint is the way to go. I think they're picking up a lot of steam, and personally, it's one of my favorite slabs, uh, just because it resembles so closely to Beckett. Um, but you know, you can get these cards graded at you know a quarter of the price of Beckett, or a half a price of Beckett, or whatever. So it's a really good value, good good uh, good grading service. It's a true grade. Uh, they're pretty strict on on their grades where, you know, PSA kind of hands out 10s like candy and they just kind of, you know, as long as it's in half decent condition, it's either a 9 or a 10. You know, Mint kind of, they have the subgrades too, so you can really see kind of where your card, you know, it excels and, and where, you know, the grade might have held it back. So, so far we've covered PSA, we've covered SGC being pumped, we've covered Mint as a decent option to send your hockey and Pokemon cards to Beckett. We talked about Beckett was the, you know, the leader in in grading. It was, Beckett was the, the gold standard back in the day. I still feel like Beckett has a lot of value going into the future, especially if PSA can't figure figure things out, especially when influencers, you know, pump SGC and move away from PSA. I feel like Beckett might have an opening there as well. Uh, if you have Beckett cards, definitely don't crack your slabs. They're, you know, they're valuable as much as, you know, someone might tell you that PSA is the only way to go. Beckett is a great grading service and I love the subgrades personally. HGA we talked about, their mess ups, their delays and in orders. So now we're going to go over some of the the other grading companies and just kind of the things going on. Obviously, ACA is something I've I've heard of recently. Uh, I don't know much about them, but I've seen a lot of ACA cards. I know they're from Quebec. Seen a lot of hockey cards from them on eBay recently. I've seen KSA. KSA I've never graded with personally. They're another Canadian grading company. 
and then you know the grading company kind of i've seen all these new grading companies kind of pop up as well uh, if you look on instagram on grading companies you'll see them all over the place i know again shout out to 502 frank someone i watch on youtube there's a new company that kind of sponsored his grades the other day uh it was kind of a sport specific label so they kind of label your your cards depending on the sport and it kind of has that background of either like a football field or whatever you know, people are trying to appeal to these, you know, younger kids, these newer collectors, people who want an exciting label or an aesthetically pleasing label. You know, these old collectors who are so stuck on PSA or Beckett, they they won't like these these slabs, but maybe the younger generation or the younger collectors who are in the game now will uh, which is interesting to see. Again, you can kind of see a shift of of where you know, the older collectors stop and the newer collectors begin, and maybe where the newer collectors stop. And you know, you can see that kind of crossover in some companies. You can see where you know some audiences like one label don't like the other. And it's interesting to see in grading. I mean, getting a card slab is something that's so big. It's something that, you know, you can tell the quality of your card. You can maybe potentially increase the price on it. And it's something that is definitely taken off. I mean, slabs have been, you know, a huge thing, especially with this the sports card market boom. People want to know the quality of their cards. And, you know, when you get a card slab, it kind of protects it from the future and protects it you know, in any trades or anything like that that you do. So there's so much that goes into card grading and so much that, you know, has kind of back behind it, you know, behind the scenes that people don't don't really understand. Um, again, we can kind of, I, I've been meaning to kind of talk about and doing a group sub with the with the Discord. As of right now, here's the update for, for people in the Canadian Card Collectors Discord who want to know about the group sub. So recently, Mint has raised their prices. When I was grading with them about a month ago, prices for two-day was $32, and now it's gone up to $39. Uh, $7 increase. Where group subs made sense before was if you sent more than 10 cards, more than 25 cards, or more than 50 cards, the price went down. So $32 turned into 28 or something, let's just say. So where group subs made sense is when if we got up to 50 cards we'd send them all together we'd all get a cheaper rate and then i'd ship the cards back but right now where mint is is going and where their prices are at they have 39 dollars for every tier so it doesn't matter if you're sending one card it doesn't matter if you're sending 100 cards you're still going to pay 39 dollars for today which again, it doesn't make sense to do a group sub because you guys are going to ship to me. I'm going to ship them all together. I'm going to ship them like I'm going to get them back, and then I'm going to ship them to you. And none of us are going to save any money. So you might as well just send yourself. If mint changes, or if you know, I can I can get some sort of group rate or something like that. We'll definitely do a mint group submission. I know I've been questioned a lot on that, and people really want to send to mint. They're just kind of they don't know how to do it, or they're hesitant to do it. And I might put a tutorial or something up to to send to grading companies doesn't even have to be mint and they want to send their cards so that's the update right there if mint drops their prices back to normal after this craze is you know kind of died down a bit in the summer like i said in the last podcast the kind of off season where prices go down and and cards you know aren't as expensive and grading kind of drops off a bit maybe they they don't get as backed up 
we'll send a group sub. Maybe in the fall, we'll send a group sub. We'll see. We'll have to kind of continue to watch prices. We'll have to see kind of where, you know, where the prices go. If, if prices change, if we can get a special group rate, we can send a sub. But until then, it doesn't even make sense to send a group submission because you guys are just sending to me so I can clean the cards and send them. And that it doesn't make sense. You guys can clean your own cards. I mean, it's not uh, it's not super hard to do. You just put on, you know, some some gloves and uh, get a microfiber cloth, carefully wipe them down, uh, and then you top sleeve and then you uh, or penny sleeve and then you uh, you put into a card saver one, card saver two, or a Beckett shield, and then uh, you know bubble wrap them, send them off for grading, and you're done. So that's the uh, that's the group sub update for those in the discord if you're not in the discord yet please click the qr code uh it's down below here or it can be found on screen um or it can be found on my twitter at dilzy d-y-l-l-z-e-y and the instagram is at canadian card collectors the discord link is in both of those bios please join it's a uh, it's a great community um just come talk some sports you know hang out with the boys and other members um you know, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, whoever you are. As long as you're a sports fan or, you know, a Pokemon fan or Magic the Gathering, there's a spot for you there. Hockey, football, baseball, basketball, you know, cricket, whatever. We have fans for everything. UFC, that's something that I wanted to talk about next podcast is actually UFC cards and the, the market there. It's something that's sneakily growing recently. Come hang out. It's uh, it's a great spot. It's a collection of chat rooms. It's uh, Discord is a little bit of a learning curve at first, but trust me, it is something that's super useful once you get the hang of it. Plus, we're always doing giveaways and different kind of trivia nights, and you know, a, a bunch of fun stuff that you can you can definitely get in on. So uh, yeah, if you're listening to on audio too, hopefully the audio has improved this week. I've tried to. Uh, improve the audio from last week. I know last week or last episode, I should say the first episode was not the greatest. This audio hopefully is better. If you made it this far, please let me know. Let me know what you think of the pod. Thank you guys for coming out to episode two, where we talked about grading companies and uh, leave your suggestions for episode three. When I get around to recording, maybe I'll answer some FAQs or some, some questions. We'll do a Q and a or if there's any topics you want me to cover, let me know. So thank you guys for coming out to episode two. Hopefully you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Canadian Card Collectors cast.